Yo, 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 welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. You are joining me, your host, Alex Davis, and we are about to have some fun. Like I said, my name is Alex Davis. I'm currently studying Christian apologetics, getting my master's at Oklahoma Baptist University, and you are joining me for some fun so that we can defend the gospel together. So join me in this incredible fun journey. Let's go. Hey, well, good morning, afternoon, or evening, whatever time of the day it is for you, my friend, but welcome back. We have a fun topic today, and as you can see, it is, is work good? Does God want us to work? There is definitely some speculation in our culture today that, you know, just work until you can retire. We just hate work. Work is hard. Work isn't good. It's exhausting. It's tiring, which is true. But is is it the end? Is it end all be all? Does God not want us to work? Is work even good? Well, we can see this thought through people who definitely and most likely are those that have worked 60 to 80 hour weeks. That's a common theme. You know, there's lots of burnout in these individuals. They're working grit and all the way to the nubs of their fingers. We've been there. We've seen it. We've encountered it. And there's also those who just, you know, would rather be their own boss. That's an example And they'd rather not work an eight to five. You can just see in such stream of consciousness, so too, that it's just hard. You know, you don't know what your weeks might hold. You don't know if it is even beneficial. Is this the end? Just work for the rest of your life and there's no more goodness? What is there in it that is fun? What is there in it that is even beneficial for your own life? How does this even point to God? If I'm to point it to God, this is just stale bread sitting on the side of the road. Like, what is it? Well, my friends, let's talk about it. Let's see what God thinks about work. Well, if we look at the very beginning If you turn your Bibles to Genesis 1, you will definitely and instantly see that our God worked. Say what? (laughs) In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1. He created. He formed. He's the only creator that doesn't need a creator to create. Did you follow? He's the only creator that didn't need a creator to create. For those six days of creation, however you want to see those six days, 24 hours or however many days and hours, our God worked. He formed the existence of our world and the heavens. Isn't this beautiful? Do you think this was easy? Well, we can't determine whether or not it was easy for God. I mean, he's God. 
he's God. We literally have no way of fathoming, 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 anyway, (laughs) what it's like to be God, even though we desire to be God ever since the fall in Genesis 3. It was, from our perspective, hard work and beautiful and precise. So whenever God creates man in Genesis 1, we see, so God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. So if we're created in the image of God, we don't have all of his divine attributes per se, but we do have attributes that are more less, more or less divine. We are not divine in and of ourselves. So there's communicable and incommunicable attributes of God. And we have communicable attributes of God that allow us to grow in sanctification, allow us to be in tune with the spirit. You can search both of those different categories and see lists of attributes of God that portray what we can walk in as a human in God's image and what we cannot. So we see in scripture specifically these words. So read with me. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. God also said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant on the surface of the entire earth and every tree whose fruit contains seed. This food will be for you. For all the wildlife of the earth, for every bird of the sky, and for every creature that crawls on the earth, everything having the breath of life in it. I've given every green plant for food, and it was so God saw that he had made all that he had made, and it was very good, very good. Evening came, and then morning, the sixth day. What do we see here? We see that God blessed man and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky. My goodness, this sure doesn't sound like a lazy task. This sure doesn't sound like not working. This sounds like a job for someone for the rest of their life, doesn't it? This sounds like a task given by God to man that was good, very good, in fact. Why then do we assume that God doesn't like work? Because it's hard? Well, God doesn't promise anything out of scripture proclaiming that our lives will be easy. No, in fact, if we know Christ, it will be harder because Christ suffers. We so too will suffer alongside him. We are called to rule and subdue alongside him. This is the cultural mandate. He says that God wanted the garden to extend towards all the worlds and boundaries. We are to fulfill the cultural mandate as work existed before the fall. 
Friends, whatever form of creation we do, we are forming in our truest humanity. As humans, we have a massive capacity for good and evil, opposing to God as he is only flooded with good. And he is only good. It is our sin that has corrupted work, has corrupted our culture. And this is why we must fight off the attacks of the enemy. We must come to the Lord and ask him, Lord, how can you flood my work with your goodness? How can I work with whatever I do, work out whatever I do with all of my heart as working for you, my Lord, and not for human masters? Colossians 3.23. How can we come to him and not work just for our own selves and our own fleshly gains, but work for his glory? That's why we were created, to glorify him. As image bearers, we are bearing the light of Christ as the Holy Spirit sits in our souls. We get to glorify our creator with the way that we live, breathe, work, communicate with his other creatures. Work is good, my friend. I pray that you can sit with the Lord and ask him how you can work to glorify him. Sit in this passage. Sit in Genesis 1. Ponder. Journal. Ask the Lord what he wants to reveal to you out of his words. I love you guys a lot. And I really hope that you grabbed something from this episode. I wish you so many blessings, my friends. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your week, wherever you are. Please shoot me an email that will be in the information at the end of this episode. And I would love to hear any topics you'd love for me to talk about. And if you have any questions, love you guys. Go defend the gospel because it's fun.